Um, I know everybody's counting us out, but for us, you know, there's really no pressure on us right now. Um, so we just gonna go out there and play basketball and win. And win? Yeah. And how many games? Six. We're gonna be. We're gonna win in six. What is up, Bucks fans? Welcome to the first Bucks and Six podcast, your source for all the latest news, rumors, updates, and analysis on the Milwaukee Bucks. Done in six minutes, no more, no less, and that is for the culture. I just want to say for those coming from my Instagram account, which I imagine most are, I want to say thank you for the support. It's been a great five years. When I started all this, I didn't really imagine going much past Instagram, but now I'm trying to figure out how to move to different apps and just get my analysis out there. So that's kind of my goal with this podcast is to give you guys more analysis. I know I haven't had a ton of opportunity to do so on my account, but I'm just really excited to do this in this very convenient, just six-minute podcast. So just a heads up, there's going to be a lot of trial and error with this podcast. My goal is to do podcasts not every day, but more than once a week. So just uh, I ask that you please be patient throughout this. I appreciate all types of feedback, good and bad, and I'm excited to learn. So on today's agenda, I just want to look at the Bucks trade targets, who's expendable, and my thoughts on the season so far as a Bucks fan. So just a quick recap on where the Bucks stand right now. We have 14 occupied roster spots. Those are guaranteed contracts. Two two-way guys, Lindell Wigginton and Sandro Mamukelishvili. And then one guy under 10-day contract, which is Greg Monroe. He's already played two games versus Portland and the Clippers, and he's played well in those two games. I believe he'll have about four more games in his 10-day contract. I think it's possible he gets another 10-day too, just to see what he's made of. But a lot of that depends on what we do in these next two days. So at the time of recording this, it is Tuesday the 8th. The trade deadline is Thursday the 10th. It's about 11 o'clock where I'm at right now, so we're just about two full days plus three hours away from the deadline. So if any big news has happened so far, chances are I've posted about it already and I will do a podcast on it shortly. Um, I've got a busy schedule this week, but I'll try to get stuff out as quick as possible for you guys. So looking at some of the trade candidates and the just trade news in general surrounding the Bucks, Matt Moore of the Action Network put out a report that the Bucks and Bulls put in an offer for Dennis Schroeder. I think he'd be a nice bench scoring option. His numbers decreased, but he still averages 14 points per game off the bench. And I saw a tweet that made note that Dante is our highest scoring guard off the bench. I'm assuming he didn't count Pat as a guard. Dante averages 7.1 points per game, so Schroeder doubles that. So I think he could be a good bench piece. The latest update right now is that the Boston Celtics offered Dennis Schroeder for Dante straight up, and the Bucks countered that offer by adding Grant Williams into the deal. The Celtics have been hesitant to do that deal, but sources say the two sides still remain in contact on a potential Williams trade. I think it makes sense for both teams to feel the way they felt about it so far enough to not get a deal done. I know Williams has been a big piece for Boston this year, and the Bucks want to get more for Dante than just Dennis Schroeder. As a Bucks fan, I would love to get Grant Williams, and that would be cool. I'm glad that we're still in contact on a possible deal, so we'll just see if anything comes of it. 
So at the time of recording this, I originally had said that I would like for the Bucks to trade for Justin Holiday, but he was just involved in a big trade sending DeMontis Sabonis to Sacramento. He is on his way to Sacramento and it does not look like the Bucks will be able to get him unless somehow the Kings decide to flip him to us, but I don't see that happening. As far as another wing option, I wouldn't mind us going for Dorian Finney-Smith, although I'm not sure if Dallas is willing to trade him right now, but I think he's a good 3 and D player, averaging about 10 points per game in Dallas, so he would be a good player to add. On the Big Ben side of things, I think the Bucks could trade for P.J. Washington. He's got an easily tradable contract of $4.2 million. His production's gone down, and he's rumored to be on the trade block. Another rumor is that the Bucks are linked to Jalen Smith of Phoenix. It's a little weird to me considering Phoenix and Milwaukee played in the finals last year, but there is kind of a logjam in Phoenix at the center position with DeAndre Ayton, JaVale McGee, and Bismack Biombo playing over him. He's a young player, second year guy. I wouldn't be opposed to it. A couple guys who will be a little harder to trade for considering their contracts are Jakob Pertl and Richon Holmes. Pertl is from the Spurs and Holmes is from Sacramento. Both are averaging double digits and have over eight boards per game. I believe Pirtle is at an $8 million contract and Holmes is around a $10 million contract. So a little bit more than some of the other guys I just mentioned. But ultimately, I think those are a handful of players that the Bucks could try to acquire. So on to the players that I expect to be expendable. You've obviously got Dante DiVincenzo. He's drawn a lot of trade interest over the past few weeks. He is a restricted free agent, so teams do have control over him if they want to for the next free agency period. Jordan Wara is a nice young asset. He hasn't been very good this season but could find himself a new home for a team who's kind of in the rebuild mode and needs young players. George Hill would be another salary filler. He's got a four million dollar contract and then you've got our minimum guys like Shemi Ojale or Rodney Hood. I don't see Patterbrook getting traded unless there's a huge blockbuster trade which I don't think there will be. All right and that'll wrap things up for the first Bucks and Six podcast. I want to thank you all for listening and as always feel free to give me feedback. I appreciate the support and I hope for many more good podcasts